The story of the birth of the one who came to be known as John the Baptist gives signs of the greatness to come. Apart from Jesus Christ, John the Baptist is probably the most theologically significant figure in the Gospels. As was the case with Jesus, his birth was meticulously recorded. His entrance into the world was marked by angelic proclamation and divine intervention. John's birth not only parallels that of Jesus, but echoes the momentous occasion of the birth of Isaac to Abraham and Sarah. John is clearly a pivotal figure in the salvation history of God. John's parents were an older couple named Zacharias and Elizabeth. Zacharias and Elizabeth lived in the hill country of Judah. They were both descended from the priestly family of Aaron. The Bible says Elizabeth had not been able to have children. She was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. Then came the day while Zacharias was burning incense at the temple, when he saw an angel. Zacharias was startled by the appearance of the angel, but perhaps he was even more surprised by what the angel told him. Elizabeth would bear a child in her old age. They would name him John, and he would be set apart for a special purpose. The angel Gabriel told him, And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zacharias was shocked. He asked, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. Because Zacharias had doubted the angel's words, Gabriel gave him a sign. He wouldn't be able to talk until the birth of his son. Of course, the angel proved to be correct. After nine months, the priest and his wife had a son. When John was born, his father's tongue was loosed, with Zechariah prophesying that John would be a prophet of the Lord. It is important to note that Elizabeth and Mary, the mother of Jesus, were related. Also, the birth of Jesus came about six months after John's birth. Due to his supernatural birth, John's life was followed closely due to his being born into the priesthood and also being called to be separated to God at birth by taking a Nazarite vow. His hair could not be cut, nor could he touch anything dead, and he also could not eat or drink anything of the vine, no grapes, wine, or raisins. Something happened to John in his childhood, though so that he didn't grow up in the luxury of the priestly class. As far as we know, he did not go through yeshiva or seminary, but God led him to live in the desert regions from childhood. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. God had performed a miracle and brought John into the world for a special purpose. God had set John apart for a special mission. He was to preach about repentance and to baptize people in the water. He was also to preach about the kingdom of God and prepare people for the Messiah's coming. That is exactly what John did. Instead of serving at the temple as a priest, he dressed in a camel's hair garment and a leather belt. He ate locusts and wild honey, according to the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 4. 
Although his formative years were lived in obscurity in the desert, his public ministry ended nearly 400 years of prophetic silence. John was that voice crying in the wilderness, preparing the way for the coming Messiah. He told the crowds that came to see him that they needed to repent and that the kingdom of God was at hand. He preached the same message as Jesus Christ the Messiah and prepared the way for him. He was called the Baptist because his practice was to baptize those who responded to the message he proclaimed and sincerely repented for their sins. John the Baptist knew he had been called by God to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John pointed the people to Jesus Christ regularly. When the time came for Jesus to start his ministry, John pointed his disciples to Jesus and encouraged them to follow him. John even baptized his Lord and Savior. When Jesus was ready to start his public ministry, he came to John to provide an example for all mankind by being baptized. After John had baptized Jesus, he was privileged to see the Holy Spirit descend on him. This confirmed to John that this was indeed the Son of God. John the Baptist didn't pull any punches. He called sin, sin. He even criticized King Herod for marrying his brother's wife and was thrown in jail. After spending some time in his prison cell, while John was in prison, Herod threw a party. His wife's daughter danced and pleased him so much that he promised whatever her heart desired. So she, having been prompted by her mother, said, Give me John the Baptist's head here on a platter. Herod was sorry, but because of his oaths, he felt trapped into ordering John to be killed. The story of John still speaks to us 2,000 years later. His life story and his message point us to Jesus Christ, show God's miraculous power, and teach the importance of repentance from sin and baptism. John the Baptist's story also shows us an amazing example of humility. Throughout his life and ministry, John always directed people to Jesus Christ. When talking about Christ, he said, He who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. John saw his own needs and status in life as unimportant. What did Jesus say about John the Baptist? Though John the Baptist was humble, Jesus Christ said there was no one greater. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. God's plan for John the Baptist and for us. The work of John the Baptist also reminds us that God has a detailed plan that he is carrying out. Though we, like John the Baptist, may not understand everything about that plan or our assigned part in it, we can know that God has a plan for us. Herod might have killed John the Baptist physically, but John will be a king and priest reigning on the earth in the kingdom of God. We too can have a part of that plan if we respond to God's calling, repent, and humbly obey God.